a snowstorm, you can get a little heat, comes love, nothing can be done, comes a fire, then you know just what to do, blow a tire, you can buy another shoe, comes love, nothing can be I knew something was off about her. Only a no-good dame would be allergic to bird feather. Quoth the Raven. Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, never mind. What are we going to do about Olga? Where's the mink now? He didn't leave it at her place. Do we look simple? It's in the truck of Beryl's car. Let me think. We don't know anything for sure yet. We've got to draw her out. Hand me a match and a porcelain mug, will you? And a jar of Vaseline. Where's Olga? In a phone booth. Why didn't she use the phone in here? Probably talking to that fella she's been sneaking around with. He's probably married. We're running out of time. We'll have to ring the police at closing. Pam can't stay in the trunk till Monday. She doesn't deserve this. Get Olga in here. I need to fix this for Pam. And for Earl. I got him into this mess. Me and my big Hollywood ideas. I can't let this ruin his reputation and wind up in bankruptcy. Or the slammer. You must have been a beautiful baby You must have been a wonderful child What have you got there? Oh, a list of possible hires. It's the names of comics who would be available to emcee the new theater out west. Might be tough to get one. They're all on the radio now. I thought you might make a change. Ditch the comic headliner. Always had a comic headline to show. That's the format. Laughs combined with the pleasures of the feminine form. I know, darling, but don't you think it might be too vaudeville? You know, too old-fashioned? We're not just another burlesque company. You know, we need a new angle. You think so? Sure. A couple reasons. Don't you always tell the comics to stick to the script? I can't count the number of times I've yelled, if it's not on the page, it's not on the stage. They all want to add lip. That's right, Earl. And I'll tell you another reason. You always shell out top dollar for the comic. Why did you pay W.C. Fields in the 1923 Vanities? Five grand a week? And Fanny Bryce the same? Milton Earl and Jack Benny weren't far behind in salary. Can you really risk that kind of bite into the receipts? Plus, darling, we don't need them anymore. Back in the day, comics were there to make the show more respectable. What I'm getting at is the laughs took the edge off the sex. The audience didn't want to openly admit what the draw was. The laughter made the nudity safer, more wholesome. You know what I mean? It couldn't be too naughty if everyone was laughing part of the time. Hmm. You might be right there, Beryl. Sure. Things change. Tastes change. Out in Hollywood, they're more sophisticated. Well, they like to think they are. Remember when we were out there in the studio shooting Murder at the Vanities in 34? Those studio executives envied the freedom you had to be frank about nudity. They wished they could get away with it. They did. And it was written all over their faces. Well, that's your leverage. The cards you can play. Earl Carroll can do what the Hollywood bigwigs can't. And you can thumb your nose at the Breen office. Everybody likes to see pretty showgirls. We'll knock their eye out. Okay, babe. Well, what do we do instead of the comic headline? Besides update the show and save a bundle. The customers will come to see the girls, not watch a man sweat on his collar. I'll be the MC. We can write plenty of funny scenes that will play on sex appeal. I think it's funnier if the girls poke fun at sex. 
I can tell you've been thinking about it. What do you got? Well, I thought of a running bit I could do as MC. I take the stage in costume, I introduce the next act, and then I run off with a fella chasing me. I'm having trouble picturing that. What's the gag? I take the stage wearing a little negligee. See? Then I introduce the act, and then a man comes out with a big pair of prop scissors and chases me off the stage. I'll wear a hula outfit, you know, the ones with the grass skirts, and a man chases me with a lawnmower. Oh, 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 I get it. Oh, that's good, babe. That's real cute. Me in tin shorts, he's after me with a blowtorch. Oh, Barrow, I'm sold. You're on to something. Fresh angle. Have the girls do the gag. Earl Carroll's night spot will be packed with stars in black tie and tux. We'll work them into the act. The girls will go out into the audience and do skits. Oh, big no- big stars might not go for it. Come on. You think Clark Gable and Ty Powell will mind clowning around with the most beautiful girls in the world? Oh, I see. It's a publicity gold mine. We make them part of the show. The audience will go wild. Oh, I better write this down. Now, how many showgirls do you think we'll need? Well, you're building a 60-foot stage. 60 showgirls, one per foot. Let's not make it too crowded up there. Okay, honey. Oh, you must have been a beautiful baby. Cause baby, look at you now. What's the rush? It's still intermission. What happened to you, Beryl? My eye happened to get in the way of Mickey Cohen's fist. He hit you? Backstage? No. In the parking lot, he asked to have a word in his car. I thought we weren't supposed to leave the club with customers. Seemed foolish to refuse. I didn't want any trouble in here. We're in hot water. What do you mean, we? Mickey says our mink isn't paid for. We owe him. Cam borrowed a thousand bucks from him for the coat. We didn't. She did? Sure, she told me. Mickey says we either repay the loan or fork over the mink as collateral. That's not fair. He doesn't have to be. It's business. What are we going to do? Well, I'm tapped out. I don't even have rent. Mixed up with hoodlums. Brian is going to kill me. We gotta find that coat. Who knows what'll do to us? Some of those gangsters get a real thrill out of hurting women. Any ideas? I don't like getting knocked around. Should we check the pawn shops again? Listen, you baby-faced chiseler. We know you took the mink. We caught you red-handed. Trying to trap me, eh? You're so two-faced, Olga. Why did you steal it? Did you kill Pam? I didn't take the coat, honest. Then what was it doing hanging in your closet? I went home last night, and there it was in my closet. And I didn't kill Pam. You gotta believe me. That story doesn't make any sense, Olga. Why would someone put the mink in your closet? Unless it was that boyfriend of yours. The one we've never met. Sure. You had him do the dirty work. Pam probably caught him in the middle of the act, so he strangled her. My boyfriend would never set foot in a joint like this. A joint like this? What's that supposed to mean? You were just another snot-nosed kid from the tenements when Earl hired you. I didn't mean it that way. You're twisting my words around. You're doing that all by yourself there, Junior. (gasps) Sully. You think? He's always mooning over her. Sure, Sully put the mink in my closet. What did you do, Olga? Promise him a roll in the hay? You take that back, Esme. Hold on. Let's not be rash. We need to get Sully in here. Speak of the devil? Five minutes, ladies. Hold on. We want to ask you something. I said five minutes. Where'd you get the shiner? Never mind. Did you put the mink in Olga's closet? Where'd you get that idea? Just answer the question. You girls know I was here the whole time, and I let you into Pam's apartment. Do you think I could have done that with the mink hanging upstairs in my apartment? True. 
She's not much of an actress. But maybe Rocky was right before. What she said about the quiet types. Still waters run deep. Gee, thanks. You're real pals. Come on, Sully. Did you take the mink for Olga? Tell us the truth. We won't be sore. Don't blame Olga. She didn't know anything about it. Sure, how could she? She's a perfect angel. See, I told you I didn't steal the mink. Achoo! Why'd you take it, Sully? Last night, I came in here to use the phone real quick. I got a hot tip from Tony on the fights. Pam was lying on the floor. I locked the door to the dressing room. I put her in the prop trunk and cleaned up the dressing room table. I took the mink. I went down the fire escape and put the four in my car. I took it to Olga's apartment as soon as I unlocked the door for you girls after the show. Yeah, but why? Why did you cover up a murder? The show must go on. I thought I was doing the right thing. I didn't think too much about it. I just figured we can't have the cops in here in the middle of a big Friday night. Earl can't afford bad publicity, and we'd all be out of work. I figured I'd better hide the body. Hide the body? It's not much of a solution. Pam's still in the trunk. Why'd you make up that cock and bull story about seeing her at the Pigeon Club? I wasn't thinking straight. I only wanted to protect the show. That's why I covered it up. I thought the story would keep the police away. If everyone thought Pam was still alive, no one would look for her. I'd get rid of the body on Sunday when nobody was here. The body? She's got a name, Sully. Did you kill Pam? I'd never harm a hair on her head. I'm not the type to beat up a woman, let alone snap her neck. Why did you hang the mink in Olga's closet? You knew we all chipped in for it. I thought the cops might take it for evidence. I wanted Olga to have it. She looks so pretty in mink, like an angel. How sweet of you, Sully. You said that part already. So, if Sully didn't kill Pam, who did? Are you thick? A gangster did it. The same one who beat up Beryl. Achoo! Achoo! Give his name to the police. And I don't want to hear another word from any of you bitches tonight. Now get out of my way. Achoo! How long will she hold a grudge, do you think? Oh, she'll get over it. At least we have a name for the cops. God, I could sleep for a week. Okay, babe. I'm so flat, you could slide me under the door. I'll run you a nice hot bath when we get home. Well, it looks like the mess is sorted. Sully found Pam with a broken neck last night. He hit her in the trunk so the show could go on. And the mink turned up. Sully put the mink in Olga's closet. Who are we putting the finger on? Mickey Cohen. Wasn't Mickey. Yeah, at first, I didn't think so either. I was only messing around to get answers from Olga. I said Pam borrowed the money for the coat from Mickey, and he wanted us to make good on the loan. Turns out Pam did borrow a thousand from him. Olga said so. When you think about it, it's the only reason that makes any sense. Mickey's a loan shark, among other resume highlights. Pam had his phone number on that book of matches. She was into him for a thousand large, and she couldn't pay it back. Mickey didn't do it. I had a private word in here with Ben Siegel during intermission. Oh, well, if Bugsy cleared him. Hey, don't be sarcastic. You know he hates to be called Bugsy. Ben assured me it wasn't anyone in his crew. And you believe him? Why not? I've known him for years. He has no reason to pull my chain. Gangsters don't waste showgirls over a thousand bucks. They find other ways of making girls pay. Sexual favors, you mean? More like making them work in a clip joint, or a cat house, or a stag reel. Ben makes most of his dough in the skin trade. If he wanted to, he could rake in more than a thousand bucks from a girl with a bad debt. Nice friends you have, Earl. Way of the world, my sunshine. Not for me to judge. But the point remains, Mickey Cohen didn't break Pam's neck. Then who did? Sully. Had to be. He had the means, and he had the motive. 
Sully doesn't seem the type. He swore up and down that all he did was hide Pam in the trunk. Earl, he came in here and lied to my face. Made up that story about seeing Pam with a fella in the pigeon club. Sully was only trying to protect the show. Why'd he tell a whopper like that? Why did he take the mink out of here? Doesn't add up. Unless he's up to his neck in this. Are you going to ring the cops? Uh, not just yet. I'll lock him in the janitor's room for now. We'll wait until Curtin to phone the boys in blue. Ladies and gentlemen, won't you please welcome to the stage our own Olga Fury. Jeez, didn't she play with dolls as a kid or what? Olga sure knows her way around those switchblades. Are they fake? No, she, she sticks them in melons to show the audience they're real. See? Didn't you watch rehearsals? No. Not really. I was busy reading that Rachel Field bestseller. You know, I keep coming back to that part in the novel where the meek heroine, Henriette, she's a governess, and she tells the men she works for and his children, happiness isn't a little cake that can be cut to fit our needs. Crumb here. A slice there. I don't know. Maybe we can have our cake and eat it too. That's what you're thinking about while you're watching a dame in pasties and a G-string juggle knives and melons? Uh, don't pay any attention to me, Burl. I'm in one of my blue moods. I guess I just need to see Dr. Powdermaker. I always feel better when I leave his office. You know, Burl, he's different. Most men see me and they some say, say something about my face or my figure. But Dr. Powdermaker is the only man who listens to me. I'll have to tell him about Olga's act, that's for sure. I'm no expert on Freud or anything. But don't you think it's strange for a showgirl to stab melons in her specialty number? I don't know. I never noticed how strong Olga's hands are. The way she grips those honeydew. Uh, yeah. What's the matter with Abe? I don't know. Some kind of janitor's flu. Janitor's flu? Oh, he's under the weather. He said he needed to see you. Get in, Sully. Sorry about this. It cannot be helped. I need you out of the way until the show's over. Don't lock me in here. I didn't do anything. Come on, Earl. Don't do this to me. I always liked you, Sully. You have Patsy written all over you. Now sit tight till the cops arrive. Thanks, Sonny. Special delivery for you, Beryl. Oh, nice. Read the card for me, would you? These darn hairpins won't cooperate. Isn't it weird doing the wedding bit every night? Putting on the veil? Not a bit. The women in the audience love it. They love it when the groom I pick squirms. I wore a veil just like that when I tied the knot with Brian. Does it ever feel like getting ready for the real thing? I didn't need a man of the cloth to tell me I belonged to Earl. Besides, didn't W feel... Sorry. Let me take that again. I don't need a man of the cloth to tell me I belong to Earl. Besides, didn't W.C. Fields say that Earl was like a preacher with an erection? (laughs) It's a costume for a skit. Don't read too much into it, Esme. You wouldn't be able to walk down the aisle in that get-up anyway. It's a brassiere and a pair of ruffled step-ins, for Pete's sake. Anyway, the card says, Dear Beryl, thinking of you, affectionately yours, General Douglas MacArthur. 
Not much of a poet. Ah, what did you expect from a man in uniform? Sonnets? A few sweet nothings, at least. Earl would kill him. Five stars or not. Few words from Miss Fury would be nice. What was that? Oh, come on, Olga. You can't hold a grudge forever. Tempest flare backstage. You should know that by now. Yeah, don't be a brat. We said we're sorry. Come on, I hate it when we fight. I have nothing to say. Other than I think it's time I quit. I'm done here. In a few weeks, I'm getting married. I hope I never see any of you lousy dames ever again. That's no way to be. You'd cut us out of your life, just like that. Just like that. Oh, and Beryl, don't forget to wipe off that raccoon eye makeup. Nobody wants to see a bride with a shiner. Why, you little... Let her go. There are 500 girls ready to take her place. Can I see your keys for a minute, Beryl? I'm going to grab the mink. I'm meeting Jock right after the show. Where is he taking you? To the Coconut Grove for a late supper. I'm starved. Isn't it strange Oka didn't mention the mink? If I had shelled out that much dough, I wouldn't just walk away from it. Sheba, go get that coat. She wouldn't dare. Hello, this is Earl. Oh, well, now's not the best time. It's, it's Saturday night. I've got a full house. Sure, I can appreciate you have a job to do. Yeah, yeah, I got it. What did you say uh, your name was? Lou Mulraney? Lou? Yeah, I know dames can be private investigators. All right, shoot. I have 60 girls on the payroll. Who are you checking on? Did you say that name again? I see. Who's your client? Oh, that's confidential information. Well, so is my list of showgirls. I'm not saying anything until you tell me who hired you. I see. And why did he hire you? Olga Deci? Never heard of her. Good luck, Miss Mulraney. The mink's gone again. Somebody swiped it from your car. We just got it back. Is this a joke? I wouldn't joke about a thing like this. Olga took it? Guess that's why she didn't ask for her money back from the syndicate. I figure she didn't ask about it because she was engaged. Her fiancé must be rich. You know what? We went to Pam's earlier tonight to look for the coat, and she had this big box under the bed. It was full of silk underwear and nightgowns. Pink and white, the dainty kind with bows. We thought they belonged to Pam. I'll bet they were a trousseau. A trousseau for Olga. Now why would Pam have a trousseau for Olga? That doesn't make sense. Pam was on the hook to a gangster for money. Why would she collect a box of silks for another woman? Remember when we were in iMagnon? Pam wasn't going to chip in for the coat. She said no from the start. She was about to walk out of that shop. Oh, you're right. Then she changed her mind. I remember Pam said, If you want it, Olga, if it makes you happy. Why did Pam care so much what Olga wanted? Why was she so eager to please a girl she'd only worked with for a few months? I know. It's kind of odd. I mean, I like you dames and everything. I I think you're swell. But I wouldn't borrow a thousand bucks from a hothead gangster to make you happy. Would you? Pam liked the coat. She liked it. She could have lived without it. Ain't that the truth? Pam would still be alive if we hadn't gotten that mink. Don't blame the coat. The coat isn't the problem. 
Rocky, don't develop a, a guilt complex or whatever your doctor powder maker would call it. Pam wasn't punished for wanting a luxurious coat. We didn't cause her death because we wanted the coat. Okay, I know, I know that. But you gotta admit that it came with consequences. The consequences belong to the murderer and thief. Not a bunch of showgirls who fell for a nice coat that's plain and simple. I still don't get why Pam borrowed the money from a shady character for a coat she didn't really want. Remember when Olga bought that brown tweed jacket? What has that got to do with anything? Well, how many nights did Pam stay up late altering the shoulders until it was a perfect fit? Olga should have taken it to the tailor. Yeah, that's my point. She didn't. I don't follow. What's the jacket got to do with anything? Pam did it because she loved Olga. That's right. Pam loved her. She did difficult work after dancing all night, and Olga barely thanked her when it was finished. I remember that. I would have slipped her a few bucks for a job like that at least. Shoulders are a tricky alteration. What do you mean she loved her? They weren't like that. I don't mean they were lovers. Pam was Olga's mother. I can't believe we didn't see it before. Pam was always fussing over Olga. Exactly. Pam worked her fingers to the bone for Olga, spent her dough on Olga, the bridal trousseau, the mink. Pam would have done anything for Olga because that was her kid. (gasps) Of course. It makes sense. Sad. I'm going to cry over here. Pam scrimped and saved for an ungrateful brat. I told you, a dame with a bird allergy got to be wrong, wrong, wrong. Where's Olga? That's what we'd like to know. Guess what I just found out. Olga's Pam's daughter? How do you know? We put it together. I bet you don't know the name of Olga's fiancé. Well, why don't you enlighten us? Some private eye called here doing a background check on Olga. Apparently... Olga's been seen as Pasadena playboy, Norris Townsend. She told them that she's a college student who does secretarial work on the side. They announced their engagement two weeks ago. His father, Mr. Calvin Townsend, hired a lady investigator. He's worried his son Norris is tangled up with a gold digger. Do they have a lot of money? Oh, I'll say. Norris stands to inherit $40 million when the old man croaks it. Townsend's own most of the orange groves in the state. Our little Olga is engaged to the future Orange King, huh? So she did kill Pam. I told you she had strong hands. But why? Because she wanted to hide the fact that her mother is a showgirl. You'd better let Sully out of the janitor's room, Earl. Already did. Move it, sister. Oh, speak of the devil. Get your hands off me, you creep. Where'd you find her? In the boiler room. She was going to burn up the mink. You fiend. I stopped her in time. You busted, Olga. I bet you get the same treatment as Ruth Snyder. You're going to the death house for sure. You dames don't know what you're talking about. Why'd you do it? Pam would have given you the dress off her back. That old tramp? I never wanted anything from her. You're a hard one. I regret the day she told me she was my mother, instead of just my auntie with a job and a sleazy show. Sleazy? Hey, take that back. My show is pure class. The most beautiful girls in the world. Pam loved you. Would have done anything for you. She made me sick. Always slobbering on me. One day she comes over and says she's my real mother. Gave me up to her brother and his wife to raise. She couldn't take care of me. She was too young. But she wanted to make up for it. She said she was going to see that I had the good life out here in Hollywood. 
You would have thought she was the one getting married the way she carried on about Norris when he proposed. She was putting together your trousseau. How ungrateful can you be? That box of tatty underwear she kept under her bed? It was pathetic. Just like she was. She was nothing but a washed up old whore. She missed her chance, and I wasn't going to miss my ticket out of this dump on account of some hey-hey flapper who strips for a living and who opens her legs for a boudoir doll. Earl, you better get her out of here. That little bitch is going to lose every hair on her head. Right. Uh, Let's go, princess. Dolly, let's haul her to the janitor's room until the cops arrive. Will do. Not so fast. Sully, toss me that mink, will you? Like a good fella? Thank you, Sully. Looks like your bubble bath will be a little late tonight, sweetheart. It's okay, my love. I can wait. Is the mink okay? Not a scratch on it. Boy, oh boy. Those young ones can be vicious. Do me a favor, will you? Remind me never to have any kids. a snowstorm, you can get a little heat, comes love, nothing can be done, comes a fire, then you know just what to do, blow a tire, you can buy another shoe, comes love, nothing can be done. Syndicate is a Sassmouth James production written and directed by Megan McGurk. Art designed by Mott Collins. Sound editing and special effects by Tom O'Mahony. Starring Clara Higgins as Beryl Wallace. Olympia Kiriakou as Sheba Lemaire. M. Sean as Rocky Beaumont. Savannah Monroe as Olga Fury. Renee Smith as Esme Chiffon. Let Laura Mawson as Libby Branch. Patrick McGurk as Earl Carroll. Shane McCormick as Sully. Thanks for listening.